Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another Win Daily Sports Show. We are checking out the 925 MLB DFS preview for the slate today. My name is Michael Rosiel. I got my man Mitchell Tennis with me here. And as I said, we're going to be breaking down some MLB. Last night's show, six gamer, nice and quick. Got in, got out. We got to do our stuff today a little bit more. Friday night slate. We got 10 games. But first, Mitchell, how you doing today, buddy? We're good. We got some pitching to pick from on this slate, and it doesn't look like none of the top-priced pitchers are coming off the I.L. that we have to worry about. So we should be good. Of course, Mitchell and I are going to be laughing at the Texas Rangers if they are. Are the Texas Rangers on this slate? I think I saw them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're going to be laughing again. We'll go through oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. their whole lineup just to let you guys know how bad they are striking. It's a blast. But we're going to start here tonight. Well, first off, windailysports.com backslash chat. Lowercase c, I'm going to get it fixed. Don't worry, guys. C-H-A-T. You get seven free days in our Discord where you get to ask me questions. You get to ask Mitchell questions. You get to ask Adam and Brian and Ghost. You get to ask everybody questions. And we're going to here to answer them for you, here to help you make some money. So make sure to go take advantage of that. Discord's our favorite thing to do. So go hang out here with us. We'll sweat with you. And it's also for football, for football, for baseball, a little bit of basketball left. We still do hockey, soccer. We're crushing soccer bets, by the way. Just hit a three, a plus 300 parlay today. It was a nice joke. It was nice and easy. So always love those. Make sure windailysports.com backslash chat and you can enjoy it there. And then, of course, I have to say it, windailysports.com backslash DK. We partner with DraftKings. We got a free roll coming up for week three in the NFL. Top 50 spots. Get Windaily Sports memberships. Top Spot overall gets a lifetime membership, and they get to hop on SiriusXM with us and get interviewed by Jason and Sia. And also, you get to make fun of the rest of the Wind Daily Sports team because you're the person that took it down and not one of the people that works here. And we like to consider ourselves pros at this, so it is what it is. It is what it is. But, Mitchell, let's get into it. Let's talk a little bit about the MLB here today. We got Let's start with this first game. We got the Miami Marlins. Going to the Yankees. Looks like the Marlins are going to make the playoffs. The Mets suck. They keep losing. The Phillies haven't looked so much better themselves either. We're in a world where the Marlins make the playoffs. But how do you feel about this game? We got Jay Happ going against Sandy Alcantara. Yankees lineup hasn't done what we wanted it to the last couple days, but I'm still not willing to pick on it. And Jay Happ hasn't been that great. He's been a little up and down this season. How are you looking at this game? Yeah, I don't know if I'm going to get to too much from this game. Alcantara has been pretty good um but i just don't trust i don't trust him against the yankees bats obviously one through nine it's the yankees similar to the dodgers they always got they always got a you know a a good lineup that that hits home runs and i just can't it's hard to pick on the yankees the strikeout upside's there but when you got luke voigt and stanton judge dj lemay it's just hard to it's hard to pick a pitcher against them and then as far as Jay Happ goes, with this big of a slate, 8,600, I just don't think I'm going to get there with all the other pitchers that are, you know, kind of in his price range with uh, uh, Mally facing the Twins and Barrios facing uh, the Reds, Lamette, not a thousand more facing San Fran. I just don't think I'm going to get to Jay Happ today. I like and it. And then plus uh, Miami's pretty much whole – Miami's whole lineup is pretty much right-handed, so that's another thing. But, yeah, that's about it. Don't want to pick too much on that. I'm not looking to attack neither of the hitters, really. 
yeah. yeah Marlins offenses look better than expected this year. Obviously, I think they're above 500 or are 500 as of recording. So I think that part's pretty interesting to note. Uh, moving on to this next game, we have the Pittsburgh Pirates and we have Mitch Keller on the hill. Mitch Keller hasn't been that bad this season. Uh, only pitched, you know, 16 innings, but hasn't been that bad this season. 13K, 16 innings. I mean, you can't, not everybody can be Jacob DeGrom, uh, runner up to the Cy Young, I'm assuming this year. And then we have Cookie Carrasco <laughs> on the other side for the Indians. Uh, great his last start out seven innings no earned 11 k's got touched up a little bit in the one previous against the cubs but has been pretty much great all season era under three really can't ask for much more than that um i gotta ask man i mean this pirates team is bad we're not going to be playing any of the hitters against the uh, against cookie carrasco and the offense for the indians hasn't been very good so i guess the real question is how much carlos carrasco are you trying to jam into your lineups today yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a little bit tough. I'm gonna start with um, the Indians bats just because I had it pulled up. Um, just kind of one interesting note I didn't want to forget about. That's why um, left-handed hitters against Keller have a 3.45 ISO and only a 3.9% swinging strike rate. Whoa! So 3. 3. these 9? switch hitters. 3.9% swinging strike, yeah. Pretty terrible Yikes. against left-handed hitters. Good note. And then, uh, obviously, so really, this could be your um, salary saver stack if you'd like. Uh, you got Naquin at 3,000, uh, left-handed bat against um, Keller. And then Naylor at 2,600, another left-handed bat against Keller, and then you can really kind of spend up for either Jose or Lind- Jose Ramirez or Francisco Lindor. Uh, Jose Ramirez has the better numbers, but I believe his price is slightly higher, mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, 200 higher. So I would go for Ramirez and then kind of go with the little cheap lefties in the outfield. I like that. I like that, and that's why we have you on the show. And then and that's why we have- let's go to show. Talk Carrasco. To about- yeah. Talk to me about Carrasco. How many strikeouts is he going to have? Uh, I'd hope for eight or nine against this Pirates team. He's got 27% K rate to lefties, 30% to righties. Carrasco, that is. Um, reading off some of these strikeout rates for Pittsburgh, we got 28%, 27%, 265 40%, 26.5%, 27%. 14 and 30%. So, so there's a lot of strikeout upside in this matchup. Uh, Carrasco is in a great spot. I love it. I love it. But those numbers pale in comparison to those Rangers numbers. So we'll get to that in a little bit. Uh, let's move on. We have the San Diego Padres <laughs> in San Francisco. Just of note, it's unfortunate. Looks like Mike Clevenger might miss the rest of the season, which really sucks, man. I mean, he he's a fun guy to watch pitch. He's a fun dude. And if it, it is something that's going to take him out for the year, it's unfortunate because it's going to take him out for next year and this postseason run, which the, uh, the Padres were gearing up towards. So it just it's unfortunate. Uh, you never want to see anybody get hurt or injured, but it looks like he's going to be out for a little while at best. I know he's not pitching tonight. I just wanted to make that point. We have uh, Dilson 
Denelson Lamet on the hill. I need him to pitch really well so I can win some money in my season-long team. But dude's been nuts this year. Obviously, he's in the running for Cy Young. He's not going to win it, but he's up there. He's the top five easy. We have Tyler Anderson on the hill for the Giants. Hasn't been bad. Hasn't been great. Probably um, you know, number four starter. I guess it could be worse. Last time out, five innings, four K. So put up twenty DK points. A couple times out before that, put up twenty DK points. He's had a couple good games actually looking through, but nothing crazy. Um, uh, we have Lamette at ninety seven hundred today. We have Anderson at sixty six hundred. Ninety seven hundred is not too bad for Lamette, especially against the San Francisco uh, Giants in San Francisco. How you feeling about this game? As far as this game, I'm going to look to get some of these uh, dot, uh, Dodgers, Padres, right-handed hitters in. Will Myers has a 310 ISO against left-handed pitching. And then Machado is a, a around 300 ISO against left-handed pitching. And then obviously you got the main man, Fernando Tatis, mm-hmm. in there. Um, he's at 250 ISO, 350 Woba against left-handed pitching, but I do want to say his Fernando Tatis's average exit velocity against left-handed pitching is 97 miles an hour. Say that again? So, yeah. We'll take that. Fernando Fernando Tatis's average exit velocity against left-handed pitching is 97 miles per hour. I love him, dude. He's so much fun to watch. Just watch play baseball, right? Like I just freaking love it. Shout out Nando Tatis Jr. Ah, oh, that man. That's so that's cool. insane. Very grateful. Very grateful. We get to uh, we get to watch him play. It doesn't really get too much better than that. Um, all right, cool. Uh, anything? Anything else from this game? Or you, that's pretty much it. Flip sides. Yeah, I mean, Lamette's always got the strikeout upside. He's actually he's mm-hmm. pitched really well this year. Eighty nine Ks and just sixty five innings pitched. Um. Faced San Francisco once earlier in the season, and they scored 17 DK points. Mm-hmm. My my numbers aren't pulling up because my thing says Chris Paddock is going to pitch. So, anyways, against right-handed pitchers, regardless, San Francisco, um, 31% strikeout rate, 20, 13, 16, 19, 24, 37. 20, 22, 33, and 37. So I... there's definitely a lot of strikeout upside there as well. I wouldn't be surprised to see him. Lamette could go for 30, 30 deep DK points tomorrow night. Easy, I think. I like that a lot. Yeah, Lamette, uh, he, dude's been nuts this year. Um, so a lot of fun, a lot of fun watching him pitch, and we'll see what can happen there. So let us move on. Ooh, excuse me. We have the Boston Red Sox traveling down to Hotlanta to face them Braves. Uh, Boston eliminated from the playoffs. The Braves have locked up the NL East. We have Kyle Wright on the hill for the Braves. Hasn't been so great this year. And we have Chris Mazza on the hill for Boston. Surprise, Boston pitching's bad. He hasn't been very good this year either. 25 innings, 13 Ks, 17 runs given up. That is... Not great, people. Not great. So, I'm assuming we're not playing either of these pitchers. Where are we going with the stacks in this game? Yeah, if we're looking at stacks, Kyle Wright, um, worse against left-handed hitters. His Woba is above 400. ISO is at about 230. And if we look, we got Devers, who's really 
starting to come to life uh, against right-handed pitchers. He's got a 309 ISO and a 383 Woba. And then Verdugo near 400 Woba and 240 ISO. If you... I think if you look, he's kind of got a he's got a really solid point streak on Verdugo, if I'm not mistaken. And then I would go either Jackie Bradley to save a little bit of salary, or what is it, Bobby Dahlbeck has a 357 ISO, a 400 woba against right-handed pitching. Rookies, baby, yeah. Verdugo, so that's the 11, Red Sox six, stack. We'll move to for. For Verdugo, we have 11, 6, 3, 11, 17, 3, 8, 6, 7, 18. So his lowest was three, and that was only twice. He has more um, double-digit games, significantly more double-digit games than three-point games. So, yeah, Verdugo, uh, dude, has been on fire. So happy that the uh, Red Sox traded Mookie Betts. Uh, let's talk about, yeah, that Atlanta side of the stack. Where are you looking? Yeah, Mazza, obviously not good. Um a lefty's Atlanta. Freeman's always—he's always an option. He's just, you know, usually close to one of the most expensive hitters on the slate. He is fifty-four. He's actually gone down some. If we look at the numbers, Okunia actually smashes right-handed pitching. Uh, four hundred ISO on a four thirty-three woba. Freddie Freeman three seventy-six ISO five hundred woba. Uh, Ozzy Albies, 310 ISO, 404 Woba. Man, these hitters are, wow. Mm -hmm. (laughs) They have seven hitters above 200 ISO and 350 Woba. That's crazy. We like those numbers, people. The higher for the both of those for hitting. Yeah, I like the birds. Yeah. I mean, they're a hard stack to get, but. They are expensive. Pricing. But as you said, they are. it's definitely definitely could be worth it. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. Maybe pay down. I mean, you're not going to have all your, your lineups with that Atlanta stack, but if you pay down with a little Cleveland stack as well, and then maybe even pay down for a little pitching, uh, Lamette's again, oh, yeah. only 9,700. I mean, you, you could definitely fit a couple of these guys, and it might be tough, and you might have to punt one or two spots. You can get it, yeah. You could definitely get it if you, if you really want it, and those numbers tell me. We're going to want it. Uh, moving on to Detroit, Kansas City. I feel, like Detroit and Kansas City yeah. Yeah. I feel like Detroit and Kansas City have pretty much played every single game against each other this year. It's been really weird. But we have Spencer Turnbull on the hill for Detroit. It's been <laughs> solid this year. And then we have Brad Keller on the hill for the Royals. He's actually been good. Dude's been good. 48 innings, only 15 earned runs. I mean, 30K, so K upside is not really there. But he's going to, he's not going to like blow up on you. So, I mean, probably not paying down for him, especially with this slate. But, um, two solid pitchers, two okay offenses. Are you trying to play anybody in this game? If you want to punt Keller, honestly, his the strikeout upside is obviously increased facing this Detroit lineup. And as we mentioned last night, Detroit's pretty much a right-handed heavy lineup other than their switch hitters. I don't think they actually are rolling out any tr- just true left-handed bats. So Keller Keller's strikeout upside is a little bit increased. I mean, if we just read these off, 21, 30, 40, 20%, 42%, 25, 23, 30, 24. Those are all strikeout rates for uh, Detroit's projected starting lineup tomorrow. So Not bad. the upside is there at 7,400. 
No, I probably won't pick Detroit Bats. I just can't. You can if you really want to spend down, but they're just not going to. I don't feel like they offer you near enough. They don't. I love that. Victor Reyes you know, and Willie Castro would probably be the only two. You tried to talk yourself into a man, but it uh it did not quite work there. So very nice. Very nah, nice. they're right. just <laughs> they're just too bad. They're just too I bad. I love it. All right. So we're gonna have some fun and with this one. Turnbull oh, Turnbull. Yeah, we didn't go uh, yeah, KC. I, I was just Turnbull. I I'm interested in Turnbull a little bit. He's got 15% swinging strike rate to right-handed hitters. And we got some high strikeout upside on Kansas City. 35 35%, 20%, 35%, 25.7. And then 20.5. So I don't hate Turnbull either against the Kansas City um, bats. With as much, that, as, yeah, I'm not looking at too much for the hitters. Yeah, from this as game. much as the Tigers and Royals have played this year, Turnbull has not gone up against the Royals once, so we don't have really too much to look at there. But it's definitely, again, if you're really into that um, that Boston stack, or I'm sorry, that Atlanta stack, or even interested in that Boston stack a little bit, and really want to, um, you know, still pay uh for one pitcher you could definitely come down on one of these guys obviously not going to suggest both but definitely an opportunity to uh to come down on one of these guys a little bit just a couple shares we're not going heavy on them, but maybe one or two shares um moving on let's go to the fun game we have houston uh going to texas we have jose your quitty on the hill dude has been pretty good this year um his strikeouts aren't quite there, but ERA at 278. Uh, I'm going to wait for you to tell me what he has looked like against just all hitters. And then again, we can go through our nightly routine of listing off the Texas Rangers bats and how bad they are. Uh, and then we have Kyle Cody on the other side. It looks like he's made a couple starts this year. It's been pretty solid. Only has given up um, three runs. I don't know. That's not bad. You're not angry about that in 17 innings. Um, K upsides there too. 17 innings, 17 Ks. So something's there. Talk to me a little bit. Of, I mean, I don't think we're playing too much Kyle Cody, uh, but are, how much are Quiddy are we going to try and get in our lineups? Yeah, I'm going to try to. He's probably the 70, the lower price pitcher that I'm going to try to get in. He has faced Texas once this year, 10 days ago, well, 11 days ago. And he scored 30 fantasy points against them. His um, swing strike rate against right-handed hitters is 13%. His K rate really isn't that high, but as bad as the Texas lineup is, I mean, he got seven strikeouts against them last game and allowed one run on only three hits. So we'll go down to these lovely Texas bats. And we got a 32.4% strikeout rate, 33%, 30%, 39%, 25.5%, 44%. They're just ridiculous. And I love it, man. At 7,100, there's just certain spots where guys with that don't strike out a ton of batters obviously have a higher upside to do to get strikeouts pending the lineup they're facing and Obviously, as we've been talking about, this Texas lineup is just atrocious. It's not great, man. Um, and I, I'm going to miss this so, yeah. uh, because 
this is our last i think this is our going to be our last show with texas on the slate unfortunately because if the season ends in case you guys didn't realize the season ends in a couple days yep. and then we have the playoffs starting and we already know i think the rangers were one of the first teams Sunday. eliminated from the playoffs so um this is our last show with it so thank you mitchell for reading that off it, it always just i don't know it doesn't bring a smile it's like a like an ironic, a sarcastic smile because nobody, not that many people should be that bad at baseball. Like, that's just insane, man. I know we're in a three true outcomes, like, state here, but shit, man, they don't even hit enough home runs to make it worth it. Like, it's ridiculous, but I don't know. It's just, it's just <laughs> insane to me. Right. Um, are you going to, are you going to be trying to pick on um, the young Kyle Cody coming out? Um, Cause I mean, we're not playing any of those Rangers bats. Are you, are you, you're usually on Houston. We were off Houston last night. No. So of course this is probably, that's probably going to be the night that they go off. But how, how do you feel about the Houston bats tonight? Yeah. Kyle Cody is much stronger against left-handed hitters. Oddly, uh, 33% strikeout rate against them and only 17% against right-handed hitters. So I'll probably be a little bit more off the Houston lefties, but Springer still has a 260 ISO and 365 Woba against right-handed pitching. Um, he's about the only one, though. <laughs> uh, the rest right. of the rest of Houston's lineup looks like really struggles against right-handed pitching, actually. Yeah, he's. I mean, Altuve 101 ISO. Bregman, 151 ISO. Guriel, 110 ISO against right-handed pitching. Correa, 122 ISO against right-handed pitching. So I'm probably avoiding Houston tonight. Or, well, tomorrow night. Tonight. It's all good. No worries. Um, all right, cool. Let So so get some liquidity in some of your lineups, guys. Let's go to the Cubs and White Sox game. This one's starting at 8-10. We have Darvish up on the hill going against Dylan Cease. Sticks boy. Dylan's looked pretty solid this year. He's had some good starts. He's had some bad starts. But overall, looked pretty good. Um, in terms of strikeout potential, 51 innings, uh, 38K. So nothing too crazy but definitely think that there is some opportunity for him here against this Cubs team. And then we have Darvish, uh, but the only problem is Darvish is going to go up against this White Sox team who, I mean, they mash the ball. I mean, they definitely have cooled off, but they mash the ball. So Darvish is pretty high priced. This is my spot. I'm crossing my fingers. Darvish gets lit up a little bit. So that way, DeGrom still has a chance, still has a chance, goes out, pitches nine innings, zero earned, you know, 100,000 strikeouts next game, and they give him the Cy Young. I don't think it's going to happen, but I'm going to be hoping. So talk to me a little bit. Are you, how many shares of Darvish? Say you're making 10 lineups. How many shares of Darvish are you trying to get, especially against this potent lineup? I would go probably around two still, two to three. The White Sox, although have all the power and, potential up and down the lineup there's they, they strike out quite a bit we saw that with bieber was it last mm -hmm. night two nights ago whatever it was i think bieber only pitched five innings had 10 or 11 k's so the the strikeout upside's there if we look at darvish 43.3 percent strikeout rate against right-handed hitters and a 22 percent swinging strike rate and only a 0 0.075 iso against right-handed hitters and Pretty much all of White Sox lineup, other than their two switch hitters, Grindall and Mancada, their whole lineup's almost right-handed hitters. 
And if we look at some of the strikeout rates, we got 23%, 30%, 30%, 23, 22.5%, 30%, 36%, 30%. And then Madrigal, their rookie, the lowest on their team at 9.2. Shout out to the rookie. Good for you, man. That's pretty impressive. You usually don't see that out of the rook. So good for him. Um, so I don't think we're going to be playing too many of these White Sox bats. I mean, if you want to get contrarian, you can, but I don't think this is the spot to do it. How are you feeling about taking some of these Cubs bats, even though they, I mean, I don't know how the Cubs are still 500 because their bats have been so bad this year. Yeah, their their lefties is kind of what's standing out to me. If we look at CSIS numbers, much worse against left-handed hitters, 10.9% K rate only, down 15% uh, from what he has against righties at 25%. And then two. 241 ISO and 375 Woba against lefties. So Ian Happ, obviously the switch hitter, 317 ISO and nearly a 400 Woba against right-handed pitching. And then Rizzo has a 222 ISO, 320 Woba, not too crazy. But, and then you go Schwarber, 240 ISO, 317 Woba. Kind of look at the lefties here would be about the only Chicago Cubs stack that I went with. And those are, well, those would probably be the three. If you want to save a little bit more salary, you could go Jason Hayward instead of Schwarber or something like that. But yeah, nothing too crazy. I've been off the Cubs as, you know, we've I've said on the show, they just aren't what they, what they have been. But that's where I'd look for this game. And it's, uh, yeah, it's been a weird year, of course, only 60 games. We don't know what would have happened in the other 102, of course. Uh, we've seen players turn it around and turn it around a lot. But when an entire team, there's multiple teams, Astros, Cubs, uh, you know, there's just some team. The Cardinals have been terrible. They just have zero offense. It's insane. I, I don't know. I mean, and these teams are all going to the playoffs. So I guess the joke's on me and the Mets. So there we go. There you go. Let's move on to the Cincinnati Reds going <laughs> up against your Minnesota Twins, Minnesota. Uh, we have Nelson Cruz is still on the DL, so watch out for him. Uh, hopefully he gets better. My season-long team would appreciate it. We have Jose Barrios on the hill for your Twins, and we have Trevor Molle, or Tyler Molle, I'm sorry, up on the hill for the Reds. Uh, Molle has got some great K upside, 45 innings, 56 Ks. We know your Twins love to strike out for Barrios. We have 54 innings, 60 Ks there. Uh, something tells me there's going to be a lot of strikeouts in this game. This is going to be fun. So talk to me. How are you? Are you pitching? Are you going both these guys? Are you going to have a couple shares of each? Are you trying to fade one or the other? Uh, one of the lineups entice you a little bit more? How do you like this game? I'll be looking more towards the pitchers in this game. Uh, I'm going to start off with Tyler Malley. 33% K rate against right-handed hitters, 17% swinging strike rate. If we look at this Twins lineup, I've you know said it time and time again. They either hit home runs or they strike out. If we look at some of the strikeout rates, we got 25 and a half, 17, 25 and a half, 16, 43, 32, 17, 52%, and 21% to round it off. So the strikeout upside is definitely there. Mally at a Reasonable price, 8300 will also allow you to get, you know, Lamette or somebody else in the 9K range if you don't want to spend down for a pitcher. But I won't be – I don't think I'll be targeting too many Twins bats, especially if Cruz remains out. You could look at Kepler, Donaldson, Rosario, or the three 
the three guys that kind of stand out against right-handed pitching if you want to stack them, but I probably will not. And then if we flip to Jose Barrios, who's been okay, really hit or miss. I don't like to play him just because he's too – he is either really good or he's just really bad. And I'm trying to pull up the numbers here, but – he hasn't played – we haven't played Cincinnati. Like, Barrios has less – his K rates are less than Malley's for a 1,000 mm-hmm. more, just to, yeah. just to kind of put it into perspective. Not a place. And then uh, if we look at we go. the Reds' lineup – right, but the Reds' lineup, holy cow, they're almost equally as bad as Texas. Really? Actually, 18%, 31 30 24, 23, 33.6, 49, 25. So the strikeout upside is there if you want to play Barrios. But like I said, kind of to put it into perspective, Mally has better K rates for 1,000 less than Barrios. Yes, 1,000 less. And come on, man, don't don't disparage the Reds like that. Those numbers aren't even close to what the Texas Rangers are putting out there. They had multiple <laughs> 40% guys. They had everybody else above 30. I think what they had two people under 30. I mean, those numbers, I'm going to miss that. I think that's my favorite part about this is just reading off those numbers each and every time. So let's move on. Where's the Rangers I, game? <laughs> let's move on. I think they call this, I can't remember, LA and LA. I can't remember what that, like New York's the subway series. Uh, Baltimore, Washington is the beltway can't remember what they call this one. It might just be the traffic series because that's all you get out in California. But we have Kershaw battle, up on the hill. Is it is Battle of the Bay or something like that? No, that's... Um, or is that Bay San Fran, San Diego? Yeah, San Fran, Oakland. Yeah, San Fran and Oakland. You need to get to California, man. You gotta. We gotta get you out to California one of these days, Mitchell. How's that? <laughs> How's that? We'll, we'll get you. We'll get you right with your uh, your California geography. That'd be great. Not gonna hold it. Not gonna hold it against you. But maybe not right now. There's some shit going on in California, so I'd probably stay away. But other than that, but we have Clayton Kershaw up on the hill. Uh, we have Andrew Haney up on the hill. Clayton Kershaw, man, he is he is literally turning back the clock. It has been so much fun to watch. He has multiple. No, only one. Uh, double-digit K game, but the dude has been nuts this year. I mean, has only two single-digit DK point games. Everything else has been above 23. So he's been having a great time. He's going up against a bad Angels lineup outside of, you know, you got Mike Trout, you got Anthony Rendon. Everybody else has pretty much been shit in this lineup. Uh, Andrew Haney's been pretty good too, though. I mean, granted, he's going up against the Dodgers, so I really wouldn't root for I, I wouldn't put my money on Haney in this perspective but two solid pitchers one really bad lineup one really good lineup where are you looking to play in this game I'm not too heavy on Kershaw if we look at if we look at the Angels strikeout numbers they only have according to my what I got two three batters with a strikeout rate above 20% against left-handed pitching so I don't like to strike out upside there as much as other spots, so I don't think I will get to Kershaw. But he does have a 30% K rate against right-handed hitters. And other than Jared Walsh, this lineup is pretty much stacked full of right-handed hitters, if if you like that. And Kershaw has actually been worse against left-handed hitters. He's given up 250 ISO to left-handed hitters. So there is there is that. 
as well. So I just probably won't get there, but by all means, Kershaw is always can can have great games. Like you said, he's only got two, I believe, single digit games, right? Mm-hmm. Two single digit games and everything else is above 23. So he's been pretty solid. Um, yeah, it's Clayton Kershaw, man. I know it's not Clayton Kershaw from like 2012 or even like 2016, but dude's turning back the clock. He is one of my right. favorite pitchers to watch. He is so much fun. And that's that's how I fell in love with the Dodgers, man. Vince Scully, watching Vince Scully call Clayton Kershaw games. Chef's kiss, man. It's absolutely incredible. Um, anything else from this game? I think that's pretty much it. Like, we don't we don't really want to pitch Haney against the Dodgers lineup. Um, you can always stack the Dodgers, guys. Haney's solid. No. You can always stack the Dodgers, as as you know here. That's oh, yeah. kind of just a default. So, I mean, outside of that, is there anything else on this game, or you want to just move on to the last one? Yeah, we can just move on. I mean, Haney's numbers against right-handed hitters are nothing to nothing to get over overly excited about 161 iso so he's not he's not terrible at either side of the plate so i probably won't um look to look the dodgers way too much as we know they're all they're always high priced always high priced so we're going to move on to the athletics and seattle uh, rounding out the slate for everybody here we have chris bassett on the hill against the seattle mariners and we have i always say this uh UC Kikuchi, uh, cool name, looks fun, spelled out. It just looks like a lot of fun. This dude was good once, uh, if I'm not mistaken. I think he had like two good games to start out the year, a good game to start out the year, and he's pretty much just been shit since. Um, Bassett on the hill, though, in Oakland, so it's a pitcher's park. He has a 2.75 ERA. His K upside is, it's okay. I mean, 56 innings, um, 49K, so it's not terrible. But this this Seattle team, they strike out a lot, man. Talk to me, uh talk to me how we're how we're gonna play this game a little bit. Yes. Seattle only has two hitters above a two hundred ISO. And that's about it. And their strikeout numbers are pretty pretty high as we always talk about. Um I don't hate Bassett. I'm probably just going to get to Malley against my twins before Bassett, though. His mm-hmm. K numbers are just higher. His swinging strike rate's higher. And the twins, surprisingly, probably looks like strikeout more than Seattle, according to the bats that are projected to start. Anyways, so I'm probably avoiding Bassett. Don't love Seattle bats. None of them are really popping off on the numbers. For me, it'd be bad if I just scratch both of these last games. <laughs> Always got to have somebody from the late games, right? I was gonna say Kikuchi is pretty <laughs> terrible, man. There's no one in that open but, lineup that you wanna you wanna pick. Yeah, up we're gonna no, yeah, no, we're gonna get. Oh yeah, we. I was gonna look at his. Um, he's only given up three home runs. That's what I was just gonna look at for Kikuchi. Kikuchi. His numbers actually. Ain't, terrible like i mean he's only got a 156 iso and a below 300 well better right-handed hitters and left is worse um but Semyon against left-handed pitching pops off the board 316 iso 354 woba other jake lamb surprisingly uh against Shout left-handed pitching the ghost 444 iso and a 500 woba He's pretty cheap, too. 
Yeah, it looks like right mistaken. around 3K. Um, 3,400, yeah. Yeah, 3,400. Remember when Jake Lamb was good, dude? There was that year where he was, like, insane. He could hit right-handing pitching, and he mashed. Yeah, dude, he was so good that one time. That was fun. I then drafted him pretty high my next season, and that didn't work out. Yikes. <laughs> what? I'd go there it is, I think. Simeon, Lamb, and Mark. Simeon, Lamb, and Mark Hanna would be the three for Oakland that I'd look for against You're looking to- Kikuchi. Yeah. Late night hammer against Kikuchi. I like it. I like it. Good stuff. Well, there you go. There you have it. This is our last um, regular season slate of this. Mitchell and I, of course, are going to be doing this during the playoffs, uh, especially the first round of the playoffs, which is just going to be bonkers. Practically half the, literally over half of the MLB is still going to be playing uh, come Monday. I think Monday or Tuesday when the the playoffs do start. We have the 16 teams. It's best of three series, so everybody's going three. So we have a few more games, and then we're obviously going to start whittling it down. But Mitchell and I will be back. We're not going to have a show with you until then. So, uh, Mitchell, if you could for me, please, and this is for me, Go back to that Texas Rangers lineup and just read those numbers just one more time. Just one more time for me because it's the last time I'm going to get to hear it all season. And hearing (laughs) how many people strike out that much and call themselves major league hitters, man, uh, that's insane. So I will will shut up and I will let you read off those glorious, glorious numbers. Yeah, let's see here. We're going to get it figured out. I just wish he Arkady had higher than fifteen percent K rate. All right, thirty-three percent, and then Willie Calhoun, if he plays, is at eighteen, one of the lowest on the team. And then Gallo, thirty-three percent, Odor, thirty percent, Tejada, forty percent, Guzman, twenty-six percent, Sam Huff, forty-four percent. That's insane. If you walk up to the plate half the time and you Gotta strike out, that's just, <laughs> that's just absolutely. <laughs> ridiculous my goodness but i love every second of it i love every second of it so uh mitchell where can everybody find you on the internet yeah at mitchell 10 one t-h-o-e-n-n-1 on twitter and then mitchell tennis on instagram t-h-o-e-n-n-e-s and then of course in the discord at bomb carlo 15 at bomb carlo 15 you can find me at michael Brazil one as I said before, windailysports.com backslash chat. That way you can get into that Discord for free for seven days. Hang out with us, see what it's like, make some money, and pay for your subscription as is. Also, make sure windailysports.com backslash DK. Partner up with DraftKings. We have a free roll for week three of the NFL. Top 50 places get prizes that all include memberships to Windaily Sports. Number one prize gets a lifetime membership and an interview on Sirius XM Fantasy Sports Radio with Jason and Sia doesn't get too much better than that. For Mitchell, for myself, for everybody here at the Wind Daily Sports family, we hope you make it a very profitable evening.